0: Hey guys, Ryan here. Uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that I wanted to insert a little bit of a content warning before this week's episode. Uh, This week we are touching on topics of uh, sexual assault and um, other sorts of sexual misconduct. And um, so I just wanted to make sure that you guys were aware of that before actually listening to this episode. Thanks.
1: Hey guys, welcome to Save Continued Podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. With me this week is Ryan Robinson.
0: Hi, hello.
1: And I'm Shanae Howard. I um, well I didn't introduce myself.
0: The, uh, <laughs> this water threw me off because, uh...
1: It's not it, that giant jug that you need two hands for?
0: Yeah, well there's that, but also for a second it tasted like there was corn in it. But, oh, so I had, like the band. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I had to make sure that like there's nothing wrong with it. But um,
1: uh, did you find any corn in the water?
0: <laughs> no, it just tasted weird. You know, like if you ever drink something and it tastes weird and you have to look at it for a second.
1: It's because I. It's only because I like ate something before I drank it beforehand.
0: Yeah, well, I had some chicken nuggets earlier, so maybe that's it. You know, the first number one ingredient of chicken McNuggets is corn, right?
1: If it's if it's McNuggets, then yes. Yeah, it is so not chicken.
0: So like, not that number one. <laughs> I was talking to some <laughs> friends the other day about the McRib, and uh, you know it's fu- it's so funny how people are like, I'm not taking that fucking vaccine because I don't trust anything that the good Lord Himself didn't put in my body. Now give me that McRib. <laughs> 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 it just funny have you uh,
1: have you ever seen then I can make rib frozen like before it's cooked
0: yeah I actually saw that today Um, yeah I
1: saw it on reddit the other day and I was like yeah that looks like snow that fell off a boot like that doesn't look like like, I know things are like white whenever they're frozen or like or like they have that layer of frost on them yeah but they just look white like they don't look like they're gonna turn any color
0: (laughs) I know that it's the hot take to say that McDonald's food is fake but like here's the thing is that like I didn't, I i had only ever eaten McRib one time in my entire life. And it, that time, it tasted like someone had already chewed it. And, <laughs> and then I that was also when I realized that the, like, cause they make the McRib look like there's bones on it. Like, like ribs. Yeah. But like, and then I realized like, oh, these bones are fake. But then I, re- then I, then I had another, thought. I was like. You
1: try like, to eat around the bone?
0: No, like I just bit into <laughs> it. But then I, then I had another thought like. Okay, then what are the bones made out of? Like, what's that supposed to be made out of? So, Same
1: stuff. I mean, it's just it's just it's just the meat compressed.
0: I guess I just don't. I mean, like, it's it's just gross. That whole sandwich is gross, and people wait all year for that sandwich to come back. It is the grossest thing.
1: I I think it's like more of the sauce. I don't know. I don't
0: it's know just, what the it's just, is. It's just My, it's just the McNugget sauce. It's the McNugget barbecue sauce they're putting on that some bitch. That's all it is. But I
1: don't. I don't know, dude. I, don't, I, I never get it. My mom will get it every now and then. But that's just like normally if we're on a road trip and it's out.
0: Well, it's fucking disgusting. Um, so.
1: Yeah. But I mean, like, the burgers aren't, like, just beef either. They're also a bunch of fillers in there. And they're yeah. delicious. Yeah. Like, McDonald's spends a lot of money yeah. on scientists to yeah. make our bodies crave it.
0: See, I would love to be one of those people who pretends that he thinks McDonald's is gross and disgusting, but like, I can't, but you
1: have, you have shown your ass (laughs) too many times
0: on the show, well, like, it's not, it's not (laughs) even just that, it's just like, I, I can't bring myself to pretend that I'm, I don't legitimately enjoy eating something, because every time I eat one, see, there's, most of the time, I feel like garbage afterwards, but while I'm in it, like, I'm, I'm really enjoying myself, (laughs) before it hits, yeah, like, I used to make the mistake Uh... of eating double quarter pounders on my lunch break at work, and that is not a good thing to do in the middle of your workday, but I did it, uh, and that—that's why my weight got out of control. But hey, look at me now, baby—only slightly out of control. So,
1: I mean, now you drop that soda, you drinks, you drink, you eat significantly less McDonald's. Yeah, you're on the right track. Proud of you.
0: Yeah, I do yeah, actually you're
1: setting goals and you're achieving them.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I never actually looked at the calorie count on like a McDonald's extra value meal. And it's like it's a day's worth of calories in one meal, and then I would eat that, and then I would eat again when I got home. Sometimes McDonald's I, again. So
1: I think what, I was talking to somebody uh, the other day, and they like looked at the uh, calorie and like nutritional value in a in a Big Mac, and it, I think one Big Mac has more salt than you need for the entire day.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. And then I think I think it's like also like twenty seven hundred calories.
0: Like I'm not trying to get on. I'm not trying to be all super size me here. Like I I I, like I I was. I'd
1: say a a double quarter pounder though is only like eight hundred calories.
0: Yeah, only eight hundred calories in one fucking sandwich. Uh,
1: I mean, it's not twenty seven hundred. I'll put it. I'll put it out there. Yeah, but that's,
0: that's the thing too, Shanae, is I would get that sandwich, and then I would get the large fry. And I will get the large soda, and then there's just a whole—it's a—it's a whole thing after that. So it's,
1: it's all your calories in one meal.
0: Yeah, but then like you know, I hunger again, <laughs> <laughs> like
1: because they, because they have made your brain crave it. Yeah. All the things they put in there, yeah, they've made it delicious.
0: Yeah, it just sucks that like the things that I like aren't good for me. You
1: know, uh, tell me about it. As somebody who is like still like. Continually struggling with not wanting to smoke cigarettes and continue to smoking cigarettes.
0: Yeah, cigarettes feel good, man. But I don't smoke them. Yeah, they're real bad for you. I don't smoke them. They're real bad for you. But they feel good.
1: They make you look cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think as a, like... As someone who was a smoker in his 30s, I had long since gotten over the idea that cigarettes made me look cool, but.
1: <laughs> Never thought cigarettes made me look cool. I just think it's a funny stereotype.
0: But they absolutely uh... did make me look cool.
1: So... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you, not me. Um, someone's just like, why is that teenager smoking? Who sure. allowed that? Sure. Well, actually, it probably happens so much less now.
0: Uh, there was ex- uh... There was one time I got caught smoking when I was like 13 years old uh my mo- like somebody told my like i was at- I was out at this uh at this pool hall near my middle school and uh that was we went there I had be- a
1: shark in the tables
0: well, not really we <laughs> just went there because we knew that adults had no scruples about buying children's cigarettes there and uh I remember I was there smoking cigarettes with my friends and I look over at the doorway and in comes my mom like she knew I was there Ooh. and to this to this day i don't know who narked on me. But when I find him, it was Tom. I could I couldn't have been Tom. <laughs> but
1: no, I'm joking.
0: I mean, uh, if it was, I don't know. But it was it was crazy. And then she she made me write an apology letter to my dad, which was like further humiliating. Like okay, I was, I was and like which what's crazy is like write an apology letter to my dad who was in prison about smoking cigarettes. So it is what it is. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I mean, that's
1: a, that's a, that's a like that's a white lady punishment. Yeah, that's like the level of like well, to argue
0: got, with my mom. What got me is he wouldn't have known about it if I didn't write the letter telling him about it. I wouldn't have needed to apologize but for also, anything. Why
1: apologize to him? I don't know. You should apologize to your mother or like for like apologize hurting to your the mother. Bot- her- Hurting the body that she gave birth to, like I don't know, like, that yeah. would make more sense than your dad.
0: Sure, but uh, I don't know. I bet she doesn't remember. But, I don't. I bet she doesn't remember me. Like, I bet she doesn't remember telling me to do that. But she definitely did.
1: Maybe. But yeah. Hey. So, what games have you played this week?
0: So I got to tell you, man, <laughs> I got sucked into something. Oh God. Uh. So I reinstalled Warframe this week. Mm -hmm. and uh like keep in mind that i hadn't played that game regularly for like seven years and which was like around when the uh when the ps4 came out and it is quite the different game at this point there has been update after update after update after update to that game like they've made all these additions to the lore maybe even changed some of it up like revamped all these different systems there are like open world areas now and So there's a lot going on, Um, but that said, uh, one of the things that I remember kind of feeling out of my reach when I first played the game was getting the materials to build a weapon, uh, a weapon outside of the weapons that I already had. Uh, It always just because like you can you can either build those weapons or you can buy premium currency to just buy them outright. And I was like, well, you know, I was at a t- I was at a point in time where I was just like, well, I'm not I'm not putting any money into this game. So I'm going to try to build them. But I couldn't really, you know, figure that out. But I finally put together uh, I finally got the materials for this assault rifle that I wanted to build. And then once I did that, I was like, holy shit, I'm in it. So like I'm, playing, I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's a cool fit. Like I, so I was talking to Kaylee about this uh, last night and like. A lot of uh, one of the things about free to play games is that, in some form or fashion, they will put a timer on something. Uh, Oh yeah, and that will that will that is your incentive to pay money to speed that timer up. Uh, But I don't know what it is. But I so what'll what it'll usually happen is like you put you put your blueprint together, you put it in the little machine to make whatever, and it'll tell you like you've got this many hours until. It's done, and then you're then it'll be ready to use, and it'll tell you how much of the premium currency it wants you to spend in order to make it instant. So
1: like, to fast forward, yeah.
0: And so, like, I look at it, and I would just be like, "Man, I can't." I, I was like, "I can't wait to check in in 12 hours. I'm gonna come back in 12 hours. My gun's gonna be already." Or like, I'll do it right before bed. I was like, "Man, when I when I wake up tomorrow, I have my thing." When ready. i it up. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. There's something. i gonna have a new thing. I don't know what it is. I think there's something about it to me that is 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 appealing um and i think it's part of it it's there's a gratification that comes with like sourcing the materials because it's not easy to find all the materials to make a given item or 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 a different warframe uh but once you do find them it's, it's it's satisfying to like put them all together and then put them in the little machine and then just like okay i did it i did everything i needed to do to get this thing so it's satisfying when uh when it you know when it pays off um but yeah i've been having a lot of fun with it uh just trying to kind of, I'm playing through like a lot of, like, because a lot of the missions are kind of, um, they're like really, they're like really small, like sectioned off missions that you can usually complete in the matter of a few minutes. And doing that has allowed me to get a better handle on, like, you know, the way the game works and, uh, customization of my equipment and all that. So I've been having a lot of fun playing, uh, playing that. And then, of course, I'm still, um, I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which um, you know surprisingly, and I think it—I think it's partly due to the fact that like I've also been kind of um, giving a little time to like other games outside of that. But like, I put 101 hours in that game so far, maybe 103 hours in that game so far, and I so far do not feel burned out on it. Like, I am actually still actively enjoying playing the game. Um, That's a- yeah. It's it's uh it's uh, it's really cool. I just I just wonder like every Assassin's Creed since Origins has gotten bigger and bigger and like has more and more shit like within the maps, and I just wonder like how big are they going to make these games? Like how like how much scale are they going to try to apply? <clears throat> it's going to gonna
1: be uh, the next No Man's Sky is going to be Assassin's Creed Sky. <laughs>
0: uh, I feel like at some point uh, Assassin's Creed will. Adopt a games as a service model, akin like, to like Destiny, or I guess now No Man's Sky. I think that like at some point, Assassin's Creed will become like become a platform that they just kind of build onto. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, while it is not without its uh, bugs and glitches and whatnot, it is it still a very it's a very entertaining game. So um, I plan to see it through because I really I really want that platinum. And then after that, it's Persona 5 time. Like, I'm actually going to sit down and devote my time to Persona 5. Royal. Because I want to play that one. But, uh, yeah. so Because I've managed to somehow avoid spoilers for that game for so long. Like, I don't know how I did it. Because I never took a break from the internet. But, like, somehow I've managed to avoid, uh, like, just, some spoilers. Naturally
1: for that navigated. Yeah, the I, waters that are the internet and avoided all dangers.
0: Yeah, I I feel like I've, I've actually gotten adept at avoiding spoilers because like if it's a thing that I care about, uh, then I will not like if I see a picture of that thing I'm like nope because I don't want to look at those comments or if like I'm listening to a podcast and they start talking about the t- talking about that game or any game that I'm care about then I'm like nope let me just fast forward past this because I I don't know I'm just I'm just good at it.
1: You got mad skills.
0: Yeah, I have got great skills, so I'm you know. But yeah, I'm looking forward to actually playing through that game uh, because then I want to play that uh, that uh, that Persona Five. What is it? Rumble.
1: Go uh, golden rumble or whatever. Golden rumble.
0: Yeah. Uh, I want to play that one. That uh,
1: I was like, like <laughs> what, I, I know which one you're talking about."
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh,
1: what else have you been playing? is
0: uh, that about it? That's just uh, you know some Mortal Kombat. Uh, and oh, I played um, the other night. I I downloaded zombie army trilogy for the playstation i already had it on computer uh but a couple of my friends uh, wanted. oh uh, yeah on my computerist but uh a couple of friends wanted to play it it was on sale for five dollars so oh yeah so high
1: dollar price
0: yeah it's it was hard to it's hard to say no to that so played some zombie army trilogy with uh with some friends the other night which is actually come to think of it this is the first time i played that game multiplayer um it's very fun hilarious time uh, playing that game multiplayer, hey. shooting those Nazi zombies. Um,
1: I mean, shooting Nazis is always a good time, my yeah, book.
0: Yeah, honestly, yeah, it, it really is, and it gets better when they're zombies. So, but that's it. That's that's pretty much that's me.
1: Um, would you say that like that Nazi zombies or Nazi androids? Which one would be more satisfying to kill?
0: So, like, here's here's what I here's my here's my take on that because. Uh, I think Nazi zombies because uh, they were already racist when they were alive, and then they could. Conti- they're
1: OG zombies. Yeah. Sorry, they're OG Nazis. Like they, they're not like the new ones. Yeah. they're like the old.
0: <laughs> and so, like now, they continue to be racist after being risen from the dead. Whereas a Nazi android, depending on the level of whether or not it's sentient, but I'm going to assume it's not sentient. And I'm going to assume that it was pro. It's like,
1: it's like an, it's an AI thing.
0: I'm going to so like assume. It's
1: taking all of what Twitter says. Okay. <laughs>
0: so, like, I don't know. I think that. An, I feel like an Android. A Nazi Android would be a little less satisfying because that thing was kind of programmed to be racist. And so. I'm fair on that. That's not as. So I feel like the agency isn't there to make that satisfying. So I think Nazi zombies is the way to go. I
1: mean. Well thought out answer.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: Uh yeah, I've been uh getting back into Divinity. I just mm-hmm. like I'm at this point I'm very much confusing myself with the two games and what I have and have not done because they are so like close together and there's some things that like I am trying not to do so I don't spoil for myself later and but I cannot remember sometimes what that thing is and now I'm like uh so I just need to finish one of the games so I can get less confused on that. Um I've been thinking about buying Cyberpunk, but I've been hearing a lot of the complaints and a lot of people are saying like wait like wait to get it till some things are patched. Yeah. Um
0: <clears throat> I just um I really like I don't know what it is. Like I I guess I don't have the affinity for CG Project Red that every that a lot of other people seem to. Um like I thought the I think you know, I didn't really think The Witcher was that cool until uh, The Witcher Three came out. Um, and with Cyberpunk, like I, I, even before it came out, I was just like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be part of the excitement that everybody else is feeling. But like, I just, I couldn't find a reason to be. And then, you know, I just the cool. way.
1: Cool. I think it looks like different. I think, I think it looks, it looks like it's going to be a good game. I just. And I do like playing, like, it doesn't happen very often, but I do like playing games that are big that everybody else is playing. So, I like, it has that shared experience. Yeah. And it's been a while since, since like, Kingdom Hearts, really, that I've had that, or Kingdom Hearts 3, that I really had that. True. So, uh, that's another really kind of reason I want it. Like, I mean, I feel of people like, be very dramatic, but a lot of the people that I talk to, they're like, yeah, it crashes every now and then. I write a report for the team, like, but it's not unplayable. It just... Crashes and I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like fun. I have games that don't crash, so I'm gonna continue to play those. And once that stops crashing, then I'll buy it.
0: I think that I'll probably just hold off until like, um, you know, until like my console situation improves. Um, but as of right now, I don't, I can't see myself putting money into into that game.
1: And then, um berto's uh christmas gift just came in early and uh well not like even early early but he like ordered early it's uh he had a 4k monitor
0: a 4k monitor
1: Mm -hmm. for his for his computers right on and uh he's been super stoked about that and then i've been watching a lot of titans like the DC show uh, okay it's on HBO Max.
0: Okay, it's so, so wh- good. What, what is, it is, what is that?
1: super good. What is that exactly? Um, what is the Titan?
0: Like the Teen Titans? Like those guys?
1: It's, it's yeah, it's those guys, but like more OG comic book stories, less like it's. They're not like it's not like funny little kids.
0: I see.
1: And um, it's fantastic. It's. It's so much more violent. Oh, isn't
0: isn't that the one where Robin is like "fuck Batman"? <laughs> Doesn't he say "fuck Batman" at some point?
1: Yeah, So, yeah, so people made right. that a big deal in the trailer, and that's not like everything. I guess that is like about Dick Grayson's personality, and but they also have like Jason Todd in it, who's also Robin, of course. Um, and then they like Starfire. I remember. Like, yeah, I remember actress.
0: I remember everybody – I remember a bunch of people – well, not a bunch of people, but a bunch of racists being upset that Starfire was black. And I was just like, well, you know what? It's an alien. She's
1: normally orange. And she's orange. And, and, a, and she's an alien.
0: <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like who, who cares?
1: <laughs> but she is so charismatic, and her voice is fantastic. She's a yeah. wonderful actress. Her chemistry with the guy who plays Dick Grayson is fantastic. So, like, Dick Grayson and this colored Corey, Um she, they are kind of like the parents, and then like Gar, his beast boy, is like kind of like a little bit younger than them, and then the youngest is Raven, but they just call her Rachel now. I just got to season two. Rachel, it's yeah, it's like so she's just finding out like what her powers are in the uh-huh. first season, and you and like each episode's kind of like an anthology, but like with an overarching story. Like every episode introduces like a new character from the comics. Like, I think episode, uh, like, two is Hawk and Dove. They also do meet Donna Troy, and, uh, like, they have a Jason Todd episode. Um, like, they have an episode where they get, like, all kind of, like, separated and fucked with by, like, some doctors, and they actually have it where it's, like, creating problems later. And it's so much not like any of the CW shows where it's, like, romance-driven yeah. or, like, stupid drama. Like, the story is pretty quick-paced. And it's funny in a way that I wish the rest of the DC universe was funny. Like, as far as when it comes to, like, DCU, Nolan films are great. Um, in that, like, it makes jokes towards, like, the comics. Like, uh, one of them, like, Dick Grayson, is, like, being told to, like, mingle in small talk. And uh, he's like failing at it. People are like, "What is this weirdo?" He's just like, "Shit!" And like standing at this like party event thing like alone. Yeah, he's like turns to his head and he's like, "I wonder what the penguin's doing right now."
0: (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) Uh, I I thought that show was like I don't know like because I know that show came out or like it came about around the time when DC was kind of there was like a kind of um, like they were kind of establishing like some kind of television thing like i know there was that and then was it doom patrol and doom patrol
1: is from it too and doom patrol is also fantastic i would say that i like titans more than i like doom patrol doom patrol is like if you like kind of like wacky multi-dimensional stuff and then uh, i like brendan fraser
0: that's what i like
1: oh well brendan fraser is great in it but um Yeah, Doom Patrols also has an episode uh, in Titans, but Titans is so good. So are they still making episodes? Or if you like like... The Watchmen, then uh, then like watch it.
0: So are they like make? Are they still making episodes? Or is that is that thing done?
1: Uh, yeah, I think season three is going to come out somewhat soon.
0: Okay, fuck Batman, got it.
1: Uh, well, I mean he 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 gets over some of his issues, sure. Uh, but that's not like, but uh, yeah. Super good. Um, and yeah, that's really what I've been doing. I've been having a uh, yeah, just really just Divinity and Titans.
0: Yeah. Uh. So I just it's funny that you mentioned. Well, I guess it's not funny that you mentioned Divinity because that's kind of what you're playing right now. But I speaking of CRPGs, um, I just got Pillars of Eternity for free on the Epic Store which is a game that I've had a lot of curiosity about for a while. Um and I haven't played an RPG like that in some time. Uh I think the last time I played a the last time I really put a lot of time into uh one of those was cuz I didn't spend that much time with Divinity. I think the last time I played a game, I put a lot of time into a game like that was like Fallout 2. So um I'm looking forward to to uh to checking that out, but um I don't know. I I I'm le- I become less into uh cuz I've mentioned this before on the show like I become less into JRPGs and uh isometric CRPGs uh as I've gotten older.
1: What's a what's a isometric CRPG? Something along and the I'm lines def- of
0: like uh Divinity or uh or um Fallout. It's just like it's just computer RPG. It's just the kind of the kind of RPGs that you'll typically find on PC as opposed to Got like you. on console and everything but you know um i want to cuz i
1: would have just like i would have just labeled it as like a western RPG and like
0: yeah but that's so broad that's now it. you know because like cuz i i think that a lot of times when people think western RPGs they think of like third person open world RPGs like like the witcher or uh kingdom of amalur or something like that
1: dragon's dogma yeah Dragon,
0: Dragon
1: Age. Uh, so. Lots of dragons. Yeah. Dra- <laughs>
0: um.
1: Uh, but yeah.
0: So yeah. So,
1: uh, how are you like? Oh yeah, I've also been playing Tetris and Nier Automata still. So Tetris just for funsies in Automata because I really want to know more of that story.
0: Uh, yeah. So Nier Automata is so like I feel like it's so like there's so much depth to that game that like i i don't know if i can handle it right now with uh what i'm playing but it's just oh yeah it's, for sure it's been a game that like has been on my radar since it came out honestly and especially after i've actually because i think the first time i saw it in action um was uh when tom got it and i was watching him play and i just thought it looked i thought it looked you know awesome and like to actually play it it's awesome but I, I just – I don't know that I have the bandwidth for it right now. Um, but No, I, that makes sense. I defi- definitely want to um, get to it's it. Kinda
1: like, it's kind of like when you try to play uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and what was the other RPG that you were trying to play at the same time? Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, like, it, uh, it's funny because, like, what ended up happening is I just stopped playing both of them. Uh, but Which
1: is – not what you want to do. No,
0: well, I like- I bought them around the same time because I think they were both on sale when I bought them, yeah. and uh, I remember I got a good way, I got a got a pretty far into uh, Horizon, but then like I missed something that was totally missable, and then I couldn't stop thinking about it, so I stopped playing, and I was like, I'll just start over at this point, and just do it again. Um, but then I ended up I ultimately- do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. Uh. That's a uh, what's that What's that guy's name?
1: Uh, Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. That's right. Um, Fuck it, we'll do it live.
0: But then I I did I ultimately ended up finishing Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, well, when I say finish, I mean got through the story. I didn't platinum it or anything, but um, not yet. <laughs>
1: you, you know,
0: I I don't know. Like I've I'm gonna I'm gonna do Valhalla, and then I because I remember I tried to go back to Origins after finishing Odyssey and then i was just like i can't do this right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a hard no for me dog well,
0: well like they well, uh, it's also because like all of the all of those all three of those games have some like weirdly obtuse trophies and i just like i don't have the energy to go for another weirdly obtuse trophy right now no uh, i get you on that one so
1: but uh hey you had a topic this week yeah so As i
0: so basically um you know, over the last few years, I've been thinking a lot about, um, you know, what games I will and won't devote my uh, time to. And I think this is something that we, touch, we touched kind of briefly uh, on the show, where I think that all of us have um, specific political and ethical leanings that will... Um, either repel us from or pull us toward specific video games. Um, And I kind of just wanted to talk about, you know, times when that has like significant times when that has really been the case Um, and really talk about like how, because I think that like over the last, you know, over the last 20, 25 years, like most people, you know, my opinions and, and my feelings about a lot of things has, you know, has evolved and changed uh, over that time. And it has uh, it's affected, like, you know, my outlook and, and, um you know, how I receive certain things. And I think about, like, I think about how they're, like, in, in my 30s, I've seen games that, you know, that 10 or 11-year-old Ryan would have jumped at the chance to play. Just because they felt, or they, I guess they would have felt like more adult or more mature, just because of like their violent content or there's a lot of swearing or what have you. Um, and then as I got older and those things became you know less important to me by a lot, <laughs> uh, then I became more, I I became more discriminating about what kind of games kind- I will engage with. Just based on like their setup. It's kind of like
1: when uh, Borderlands One came out. Yeah. We all thought it was hilarious, and now Borderlands Three is out, and we think it's less funny, and the shtick is kind of over.
0: Yeah, I think that, like, honestly, and I, I don't think, and that's the thing. That's the, the funny thing about Borderlands is that, like, I don't have any sort of like real moral or political opposition to Borderlands. I just think that the writing is dumb. And it's hard to, like, it's hard to... It's, yeah,
1: it, you don't laugh at it and enjoy it, enjoy it like you did before. Yeah, I, more, like, lighthearted sphere as I, far as when it comes to, like...
0: Yeah, because I think that 12-year-old Ryan would have thought, you know, Borderlands... I think I think 12-year-old Ryan would have thought Borderlands 3 was hilarious, and it's honestly so far, from what I've experienced, is worse than 2, but... Um, <laughs> From, like, a narrative standpoint, like, gameplay is fine, but, like...
1: Yeah, no, no, no. But, yeah, just talking about, like, the the jokes and comments and stuff that are made.
0: And so, like... like, And and it's funny because, like, I do think that, like, at times, uh, very briefly, um, Borderlands as a franchise will have, like... It'll have, like, this brief moment of, like, wokeness and then it will immediately disappear. <laughs> uh, so the the what immediately comes to mind with that is in... I'm
1: sorry, I'm just imagining like Borderlands, just like whoa. Yeah.
0: Well, like so what what comes to mind is there's a moment in um in the prequel. I don't know if you're familiar with the character Mr. Torg but uh no, he's a mu- no. he's, he's a musclebound man who yells a lot and loves explosions. Uh he is the CEO of one of the weapons manufacturers in the game called Torg and all of their weapons explode in some way. Uh so anyway, his whole thing, so he he first showed up in uh Borderlands 2 as part of a DLC and he just regularly, like, yells and, like, is all ha- – is, like, amped up all the time and does guitar noises with his mouth all the time. He's just that's, – that's, that's his thing. Um, so anyway, and he shows up again in the, in the pre-sequel, and there's a character that he asks out. Like, he asks to be his girlfriend. And then, like, she says, she says no – and then he says, Friend zoned really loud and then that's it. Then he comes back on. And he's like, I'm just kidding. The friend zone is a toxic idea that comes from a place of entitlement and there's it is like he's like there's nothing more he's like nothing more awesome than treating women with respect or something like that. And that was that mo- that was that, that game's one. Developers
1: moment. and writers I do think like they're writing that stuff to be funny, but I don't think like all of them Subscribe to the ideology of the jokes that they make.
0: Well, yeah. But I will
1: say that I do. Th- I do think that a lot of the um, the customers and and players players is the word I was looking for. Sure. Uh, don't don't have that nuance.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> I I've... think
1: some of them are pretty, probably pretty toxic, and think the jokes and stuff are funny. In a non-ironic way.
0: I, well, you know, I think... Like, I
1: mean, gr- granted I don't know a lot of the jokes in, in the writing in 3. I'm just basing it off of my experiences 1 and 2.
0: I, I'll just, you know, like, my experiences with video game communities, and I will I will preface this by saying that I, I, I understand that what I've interacted with is, you know...
1: A small portion.
0: It's a very small sample size, I get that, but... Um, from what I've seen, they are not very keen on the idea of the of the friend zone being a construct. But that was that like, that was that game's that was that game's like moment where I was like, okay, they said something valid for once, and then but then the rest of, the rest of it was just whatever. But um,
1: I, but I th- yeah, but kind of speaking on that though, like when we were talking about the topic before the show really what comes to my mind besides like things that we've already talked about, like such as like David Cage's chronic dreams yeah. and like the sexual uh, misconduct. Yeah. And then also the crunch time and the way he treats his employees. Like that makes me not want to buy chronic dream games. And we don't want to talk about that. Like politically there, we've talked about that, Yeah. but honestly a majority of my life and of playing video games, um, like the players that I interact with, seem to like affect it more than the stories I read and maybe because I'm bad at reading like video game news
0: yeah (laughs) I
1: do I do get educated quite often by you and Tom uh but like I don't know like that's always kind of like made me like really like gravitate to a game or not like I remember quite often uh in the retail days like I would see what people would look like so I would I'd be more like I don't want to play this game. Every person who's bought this game is a fucking asshole. <laughs> fuck them. And I, I realize now that I'm, like, away from it, I'm like, that's a stupid thing to think, Sinead. But, yeah. like, young, younger Sinead, for sure, if you annoyed me and you loved a game, fuck that game. I yeah. wish that game didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. And if, like, you... And if I also loved that game, I was really sad about it. Sure. <laughs> um, But when it comes... But also, like... When I hear about, like, communities, like, uh, like, World of Warcraft, I hear it a lot just because, like, I have a lot of friends that play it. Like, you know, doing nice things in the community, like, for each other, like, for the other gamers, it makes me want to play that game. Because I'm like, oh, nice people play it. Yeah. And I don't think I necessarily, like, cared about how nice the community was beforehand. I cared about, like, not wanting to play the same game as as, like, douchebags. But as far as the actual community goes and, like, nice acts in it. Um, because, like, you're right. <clears throat> like, we do see such a small portion of the internet, even if we're looking at very similar places, like, the algorithm with all the social media and other things that get popped up for you is very different.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, you know, I, one of the, like, one of the, a couple of the games that I thought about where I was just, like, morally opposed to playing them was, like, so, uh... There's, this, there's a franchise called Shadow Warrior. And mm-hmm. I think about how, like, on paper, like, the idea of the game is very cool. Uh, You have guns, you have swords, and you mix the two together, and the game is very violent, and it's just dumb, like, mindless fun, right? But what I could, like, but, like, over the... As I've gotten older, again, like, how I feel about how people of specific groups are represented is like how they're represented in video games is like very important to me. And, and I'm not just talking about like the group that I'm a part of, but you know, other, you know, other ethnicities as well. And I thought about like the thing about shadow warrior is it just, it's just so like the main, the, the main character's name is Lo Wang. He's a Chinese guy. And he's voiced by a white guy doing what he, I'm sure he believes is his best impression of a Chinese yeah, guy right speaking English. And it's just like I can't – I can't bring myself to play something like that. And like the argument it's, the argument always is it's like, well, that's the way it's always been. I was like, so it's not shitty because it's always been that way? You know, so I you –
1: know, So kind of – so I was thinking about that the other day when you we were talking to kind of like go a little bit off topic, but when you're talking about how you watch Kim's convenience and you really li- enjoyed it. So Appa, that's not his actual, like, right. uh, like accent. Like he's basically it off of people that he's met and known. Yeah. And even he has said like at points, he feels uncomfortable, like yeah. making the jokes and stuff. Cause it is like, he's like, I want to show what like actual people are like because I know people like this, but I also feel like I am like pushing a stereotype. Sure. And I was and I was wondering what your thoughts were on like because I also don't think he is the same uh, ethnicity as the accent that he's doing.
0: So I I mean because I, I remember looking him up because I got curious about the cast of the show and you know figuring out like where they were from, and I do know that he is Korean. Uh, okay. So I, but, uh, and I, and I'd always figured.
1: That, I guess it's one of the other, I guess maybe it's Oma or like one of the, I thought one of the parents wasn't Korean. Uh,
0: and so what I, what I assumed he was doing, and I, and I think it's kind of, it's kind of weird, right? Because uh, what I assume he's doing is like an impression. I'd always assumed he was doing an impression of his parents or like impression of like people who he grew up with. And, like, that is kind of what he brought to the show. Um, but, like, that's one of those things, right? Where, like, when you when you hear a, when you hear, in you know, a Korean man doing an impression of, I presume, another so Korean Cor- man. Then it's, like, it's just, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a so, weird so thing. That's,
1: I mean, it is different because it's. Cause you're speaking from experience you're not or like are you doing impersonations based off experience and yeah. life rather than stereotypes and things that you've just heard the grapevine there there is a difference between first-hand experience and like what you think that experience yeah. might be
0: <laughs> yeah so you know that, um, and so like i
1: know yeah, I, I, all right well then i guess like my point is moot because I, I thought that he also wasn't i was just like i wonder how he feels about that
0: yeah um but you know it's it's not and it's not and you know and I know that I talk about uh, race and representation and in you know portrayals and that and largely be, you know it's just because that's that's just, that shit's important to me, but
1: well also it's interesting and I like to hear your I I personally like to hear your viewpoint you on it,
0: um, you know and but like conversely from Shadow Warrior is like one of the things that drew me to Watch Dogs 2 was I was just like you know hell yeah like we don't get we're not the we're not on the forefront of video games very often like there are very few times when a black man is on the cover of a video game as the main character um
1: and it and it not be like Grand Theft Auto 50 cent yeah. like Saints Row Death Jam
0: yeah so Knockout like so like i i went into it with the with the feeling of well yeah i'm i'm digging this representation and then it comes like i also talked to i also asked you about like how you know your uh, how like political and ethical uh leanings make uh affect how you react to a game. And I played Watch Dogs too, and I was just like, I felt very much like there was a good faith effort to positively represent everyone who was portrayed on the screen. And like, there's even a there's even a um, a minor character in the game who was who was trans. Uh, she is a uh, she's a councilwoman. And I feel like that's one of those things. And I, and you know, I'm not trans, so I can't speak to the like the quality of that portrayal. But what I can say is that and looking and looking at how this character uh, was represented on the screen, I felt like it's very easy because like one of the things that, like I was talking about before, about trans people on tv and in movies is like the joke is that they're trans like the joke is this is a woman who was designated male at birth and then whoever she interacts with she tricked them and that's the joke right uh and so like
1: the joke is that everybody else i mean more towards today rather than like before the 90s but let's say like mid nineties going forward. Yeah. There's also was the trend where everybody else was okay with it, but like one person and the joke was like that one person that didn't get yeah.
0: it. Yeah, so that, and that's their, their transphobia was better. funny. Um <laughs> uh,
1: marginally better, but normally that still doesn't give a lot of depth to the actual trans character. Yeah. So okay. So
0: like there it like her um her the fact that she's trans isn't like the focal point of really any of her conversations. Uh, there is a like there's a there's a minor bit where um she mentions that like someone is trying to blackmail her and they like and they have all these videos of her like including videos of her surgeries and that she doesn't want getting out there um so there's that's the really the only point where her being trans is actually mentioned um but I felt like I felt great about the fact that that representation was there and I've never actually, and I guess I should talk to um, an actual trans person who has played the game to see how they feel about it. But I, for, for how much I talk about uh, how much I want positive trans representation in all forms of media, I was really happy to see that, you know, she wasn't just, she wasn't, you know, a gimmick. She was like, this is a city councilwoman that, you know, the main characters working with to, you know, make the city better. And by, you know, by extension, maybe make the country better. So um, I really appreciated that. And it's like and I feel like, you know, I think that. I you know before um, before I learned as much as I have learned over the last 25 years, I feel like I might have that probably would have just like completely went over my head Um, and I might not and maybe I might have had like a shitty reaction to it or something. I'm not, I can't be sure, but like knowing what I know now and how I, and you know, what my, what my leanings are now, like I feel like that's like a very positive step in the right direction. Um, I don't, I can't see that becoming the mainstream anytime soon, but you know,
1: I will say that there's been quite a few Netflix originals. There's two that I'm trying to think of. I think like one is Warrior Nun, or is that just the name of the, thing from watchmen there's like one where there's like basically nuns and like the michael's angel or michael's like halo or whatever gets like put into the back of this girl and she like goes traveling i've I've
0: seen i've seen half of i've seen one and a half episodes of that show
1: all right so later uh that girl that gets like the halo put in she like um she uh like runs into these people who are like kind of like crashing people's houses like across europe and, uh, there's a girl in there who is trans and I don't, and they never like address it. They just call her her. Yeah. It's very, but it's like, and it's super nice. And I've seen her as well in a different Netflix show as well. And it is nice seeing it happen more and more where it's just like, Hey, like you're just another thing and you're, 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 you're being not, treated well and you're yeah. getting a character. You're,
0: you're, you're another human not, being and not, you know, us. you know, you're not some like attraction. Um,
1: yeah, you're not like. Plot, you're not like a plot device, and you're and you're not one dimensional. You're an actual human being, and it's and it's super nice to see.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but did you have do you do you have any games that have like that have either positively affected you because of you know what your political or ethical leanings are, or maybe games that have like turned you off because of them?
1: I guess as positive goes. I mean, for was well, a negative for a long time. I did not like the Lara Croft. Uh, uh, franchise like the Tomb Raider one. I just felt like, oh, this is just a sexy woman and a mediocre platformer. I'm also just not good at platformers, so sure. fuck this game. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,
1: and I will say, like, probably having. I mean, I was already excited about Borderlands whenever I saw the art and what Siren was originally supposed to be. But I did get more excited, definitely, whenever they changed her to a female. Um, I think. As far as games go, that like political leanings that like that have changed over the years. Like most of it's kind of the same if it's like based off the actual game, yeah. Rather than like the community, sure. Because most of because you can't really because most of my core values are still there. Like do do it turned off? Like do I think that? I would probably get into Borderlands now if it was the same sh- like shtick as like it was whenever it first came out. I probably would not have. Yeah. The-, the humor does not appeal to me at thirty as it did like whenever that game came out. Sure. Um. But as far as like positivity, it's really just like seeing like good representation. Uh, as far as like stuff like seeing more myself, seeing uh, like companies that I've like heard that were like they put an effort into having more female or pr- people of color, like, in the writing room and development room. And, like, as far as those go, seeing more diversity and hearing more voices where it's a new story and act- something actually interesting, I think is probably, like... I lean t- towards now, like... We are talking about before, in a previous episode, like, seeing, uh, like, there's like, a game by, like, these uh, Indian developers. Oh, like, all the gods you were saying, th- Yeah. Yeah. Like, that sounds fucking cool. And I'm like, yeah, I want to see that story. And that probably, not that it wouldn't have appealed to me at all, like, ten years ago, but I probably wouldn't be as excited to hear about what it is as yeah. I am now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Though I did have another question for you. Sure. So you've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, right? Right. And then back in June and July, the creative director uh, Ashraf Ismail, mm-hmm. he like a bunch of like sexual harassment things were like alleged towards him. And then in August, he was terminated from like the game or whatever. Do you think that you that you would have still chosen to platinum that game if they had not uh, terminated him from the project?
0: So, I think that. So I'll say number one that I don't I don't really subscribe to the uh, vote with your wallet ideology um, largely in that it's uh, I think it's unrealistic to try to apply that that philosophy in a large enough scale to affect any sort of meaningful change uh, I think
1: but it, but it but morally it makes me feel better if I know that this person that this game exists because of a bad per like, and a bad person was like in charge of it or like had a big, like partner. Then like, I feel at least like for me that like, Hey, I'm not going to purchase yeah. this one game. Like it so, makes me feel morally and ethically better.
0: Yeah. So like what I'm saying is like, I'll never like not, I won't ever pass on a game with the intent of being like, I'm going to show this publisher that, this doesn't fly, because they don't know me from Adam, right? But I do think that from a moral standpoint, you know, it would be hard to... It would be hard to play a game if I knew it was made by people who didn't take that sort of thing, sort of thing seriously. Um, and especially considering the fact that, like, Ubisoft has had, like, so much fucking internal turmoil over the last few years with all sorts of sexual misconduct allegations and uh, yeah, and like just being, then... just being like from not I I just hearing so many things about how hard it is to work there like as a woman or as you know as any sort of like marginalized person. Um, but with that being said, I do think that if they hadn't taken that action seriously, um, you know honestly, I would have stopped. I would have stopped my my decision to purchase that game. Um, and I and I and you know what, honestly, even if I heard about it as I was like in the middle of the game, um I don't think I could bring myself to continue playing it. Um it's just that sort of thing is is just really abhorrent and gross to me. So I guess short answer, no, I would not have bought the game. Um but i think also that like that's just another like another conversation about like so i think that there are so many times when i feel like the way people feel about developers and publishers and like their practices both internally and publicly um whether or not they're they're into those things depends largely on how excited they are for the game like i'll give you an example um <clears throat> I think one of the things that people talk about is crunch a lot with uh yeah with with, with the video game development and and that goes back to you know something that i talk about is like vote with your dollar is conceptually fine and good but i think that like moving to vote for pra- for you know policies and laws that prevent crunch in the first place is probably more important um
1: uh but i think that that kind of goes without saying that you should do both. I mean, at least I hope so.
0: So, like, I just, I i think that, I think that the emphasis is, I think that the emphasis is largely misplaced with that stuff. But, you know, I think, but again, I think that that stuff matters to people insofar as how excited they are for a game and how excited they are to, like, let's say that. Um, right before Final Fantasy VII Remake came out, it was revealed that the director was like super homophobic and was like was on Twitter like saying all sorts of things about gay people. Uh, if nobody, I, I, and maybe this is cynical of me, but I honestly think that if no, that if people weren't so hyped for Final Fantasy VII Remake then they would have been like, you know what, fuck that game, fuck Final Fantasy, don't want any part of it. But there was so much hype built up around it that that stuff wouldn't have mattered. This is all hypothetical, of course, so I'm going to put it into actual. So we talked about we talked about Detroit and David Cage's behavior at that place and how he treats his workers. And there was so much hype built up around Detroit and how pretty it looked and how it was, it was this big showcase of a game. And there were so many people that bought that game and decided that you know what i'm okay like they either didn't know or they decided that they were okay with it and
1: or I, they decided they're not gonna do the entire team based on david cage even though yeah. he's the founder of chronic dreams and the director of that game yeah and, but he's also he's also isn't that company french or french canadian
0: uh, so the, even
1: then if, if well, you vote politically to have like certain laws
0: sure like i, I you what can't, I'm saying, like
1: it can't affect cross-country
0: well, but you can't
1: affect dollar amount
0: what, what i'm saying well i mean i'm not when i when i make a statement like that i'm not limiting it to people who live in the united states of america i think that well, people like
1: for me yeah personally but to affect like, other countries
0: but like that's the, the funny thing about the funny thing about uh about detroit is it doesn't even stop there right even if even if David Cage weren't such a garbage person. I think, like, there's just so much problematic shit in that game that I can't support it either way. What and else
1: is in that game? I, I didn't look at what the content it's just was besides
0: the, the trailer. The whole thing is just, like, a really clumsy allegory about racism and, like, uh and it's very, is very... I resent the idea that the only way to make a piece of fiction that talks about racism is to make it about not exactly the thing that you're talking about. Like, instead of making it about people of color, let's just make it about robots of all colors. The races against or the mutants. robots. Or mutants. You know, or
1: mutants, X-Men.
0: Or like... Or like like, uh, like that fucking Will Smith movie, uh, that Netflix movie, Bright. It's like, well, let's not make it about. We're, we're not gonna do black people. Let's just do let's do orcs. People can relate to orcs. They can feel bad about it. it's like it's sh- so it's shit like that, which makes it like I resent it. I resent it wholesale. Um,
1: uh, understandably, one thousand percent because it, it is it is on- It is basically like current day revisionist history
0: but that the, because but... you're
1: ignoring the fact that, that like what you're trying to talk about
0: yeah and, and
1: either infantilizing it or like making it like fantasy even though it's reality like yeah. it's very much ignoring the actual thing that you're pl- trying to make a game about
0: and that's a, and that and that's one of the things that i hate about it is just that like if we if instead if said if instead of doing robots we did uh we did black people or hispanic people or asian people and talked about how they're marginalized and made a made a whole narrative driven story about that then the whole thing the whole reaction to that game would have been uh the whole reaction to that game would have been it was like well they're shoving this shit down our throats i'm sick of it but like i mean that's that's kind but of on- that's kind of besides the point
1: trailers any robots of color <laughs> What? I'm gonna put that out there. Like, I don't remember in any of the trailers seeing any androids of color. Oh,
0: there was one played by act by one th- played by actor Jesse Williams. Uh, oh, and he's. Uh, I'm not gonna get into why I feel he's more palatable to audiences on the show, but I will say that even like because I've I I've been th- I've I've watched that entire story unfold, and it's just the whole thing is just is just bullshit, but. I think that that's one of those examples of a game that I find repellent not just because of who made it, but the content that it contains. I just feel like as somebody with the lived experience of racism and with the understanding of what racism is and what it feels like and to have it be reduced to uh, people are mean to robots, it just it fucking that whole thing just fucking sucks and is gross to me um and that's, and that's just one of those things It's real that, fucking gross. Yeah, and like I and, and again, I I know,
1: I just I'm I, just being hype man over here. <laughs> but um
0: <laughs> you know, I I think that you know, it's not and it's and it's really not just things that are is as, as overt as like as people being people mistreating a specific group of people, you know, like I can hear about um like, for example, I heard about uh, Outlast 2. And one of the scenes in Outlast 2 um, featured... So what I when I heard that there was a scene in Outlast 2 that featured a sexual assault, like, I had immediately there and then decided that I will not be playing Outlast 2. Um, just for the simple fact that, like, one... I cannot like. I find I am really. I find it really hard to like watch anything with that sort of thing in it. Like I just I can't do it.
1: Um, I can't think of any. I mean, I haven't seen anything about Outlast two. I'll probably have to look that up more. But I can't think of any game that I've played. With, I've played, or seen, or heard about. That has a rape scene as graphic as Far Cry Three, where that girl is like on top of you, yeah. and like you get that point of view before she like kills yeah. you.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: spoiler alert on that. Um, yeah, I never, I've never seen any uh, any uh, dude on top of a girl before he kills her um, in a game.
0: But like, and, and I, was... I
1: feel like that. And sorry, but on there, and but like, I just remember so. Many people like buying the game for their kid. And we'd be like, "Hey, so like this is in the game," and try to say it like as sensitively as possible. Yeah. And people would be like, "That's fine." I'm just like, I. Um, how is that fine? Because I'm pretty sure if it was reversed, like you, like you as a mother or grandmother would not be fine. And yeah. But even then, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing that everyone was okay with, and I don't remember people talking well, about so, a lot. i I
0: mean, it. I know why. I know why people are okay with it, and I'll I'll tell you in a second. But like the reason I couldn't play Outlast Two is just like besides what you know what I mentioned before is also that I just wholeheartedly resent people using rape and sexual assault as a plot device. I just like just stop I just wish people would stop doing it. Um but like the reason why people didn't think it was a big deal in Far Cry 3 is because uh largely people don't take sexual assault of men very seriously.
1: Oh, 100%. Uh there's the
0: there's a stigma that men can't be raped. Uh, that, uh, and that men can't be sexually assaulted, and, uh, and that is just, that's not true. Um,
1: I mean, I'm not mad at them for putting it. I mean, I guess I'm also kind of okay with it. I mean, I don't want kids to play it. Like, that's, like, there's things that, like, I'm okay with, like, 13 year olds playing that, are, like, are rated, like, M or whatever, like, yeah. Left for Dead or something, something like that. Uh, things that, like, don't really have a lot of moral ambiguity, but, like, It like even but like things and it's not just like just sexual content either because I think that there's other games as well that like my sister would want to buy for the my nephews and be like hey is this a good game even if it was like whatever the PG-13 is or like E for 10 or whatever and I'm like hey you might want to talk to your sons about like this before they play it like you may want to see like what they know about like this aspect like at least like socially and morally but like as far as that goes like I guess like I also was like okay with it because I do think that there is something to be said about having it on a game or a screen or a movie or a book about sexual assault and the fact that it does happen in real life and it's not just like a thing that doesn't exist but I do think that you're right just having it as a plot device to move the plot forward or to make give the character depth to make them interesting being a rape victim isn't interesting it's a traumatic event that you have to live with and changes you as a person that the journey is the interesting part yeah the, the rape itself it's it is is awful <laughs> and and games
0: don't they don't treat it that way um and, and and on top of that then there's the that that whole that whole game is a is a uh, white savior is it sort of
1: 100 white savior
0: simulator so that's I mean, that's I, a big I part like, of why that game all is all the
1: far cry games
0: well so okay so far cry 3 was the white was the white savior game uh, you go to, Wasn't you, Far
1: Cry Two the same way?
0: So Far Cry Two could have been the same way if you played as a white guy, but the game does give you options to not play as a white guy. Um, um
1: in that, in that rate, like, cause from that scene on there, I remember like her killing me after as, After that, yeah. or during that, whatever you want to call it, uh, and then like I went back and I didn't choose the things that like I loaded up. Can you end that without that sex scene, or can you end that sex scene without her murdering you?
0: Uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't played that game for about eight years now, so I. That's
1: fair. That's fair on that one. Um... But uh, I mean, I mean, if you can live after it, I hope they bring it up somehow. I don't know. Well, I know I can but... tell you.
0: I can tell you for a fact that it never comes up again. Okay,
1: because I play the one where I—I I mean, obviously, like I said, I—I mur- got murdered. I loaded, didn't do that shit to like have her appear, and they never talked about it. But I was like, oh, I guess because it-, it never happened.
0: Yeah, and again, I—I I do think that it's—it's it's not a big deal, and it never happened because, uh, you know, again, that's just how society views sexual assault of men, and um, yep, and even like, and that—that and oh, you must have liked it yeah and like you know it's just it's 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 awful fucking gross um but i i think and i think that stuff like that serves to um further desensitize people to things like that um because when you don't touch on like the gravity of what that you know what you know what kind of effect that has on somebody um
1: I, get, I don't really want to say it in the same terms of, like, oh, we want, like, good representation or diverse representation because we've talked at nauseum about how we both don't like characters that are, like, your token diverse character. Like, they don't... Yeah. Like, there's... Like, you're just there to say you have it or to, like... But it doesn't actually, like, add anything to the story nor makes sense. Um. But I do think that, like... But like I said, I do think it's important that it exists and stuff. I guess like the sensitivity and the way that you frame it in the game and story, like I think that there definitely could be ways in video games to do it and have it show how traumatic and create that empathy with victims where people have maybe more of an understanding but also like be respectful.
0: I think that the one thing, I think that the thing that keeps that from being the case is largely the fact that You're not going to. Well, I think that honestly, to you're
1: not going to do everybody's experience. Obviously, well, there's that, but like
0: also, I think that is going to be written a lot of the time when it comes to this. It's going to be written by somebody who does not have that as a lived experience. And I, I'm not saying at all that I want anybody to have to experience that. uh, But I do think. But there's
1: plenty of writers and women and men who have been raped who are writers and in the gaming sphere that you can talk to, that you can get those experiences that even if you didn't experience it yourself, you have, uh, you've researched and gained the knowledge of hearing other people and listening and hearing and taking into like account what people have told you.
0: Yeah. But I think also, um, you know, there's a few things, right? Like, I think that there's, that's a, that's a tall ask, um, in a few different ways. There's
1: a lot of people who deal with rape or sexual assault. Like it's like it's a yeah. very high percentage.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, it's,
1: uh, higher for men than people probably think because because men don't report it because no one takes it seriously. Yeah. Um, it's it's got to be it's got to be not that hard to ask some like sure to talk to somebody. I
0: I think well I think it's a t- I think it's a large ask to um for a few different reasons like one to ask somebody to recount that experience for the sake of uh whatever fiction you're trying to write then two there's the um there's the idea of writing it in a way to where you actually commit to um portraying it in a way that is that is meaningful but, but then there's also but i think that
1: if you're a writer who's wanting to put this uh like event in your like story of yeah. your game you have a responsibility sure to like to not perpetuate bad things and i know that like maybe like some people probably do not feel that like writers and creative developers have the responsibility to make things like good for everybody or like, for like every instance but i do think that when it comes to certain topics they do they yeah.
0: do well I do. until
1: things are better until yeah. like and that may be decades or whatever, but like until things are better, like I feel that my responsibility is there.
0: Well, yeah, and I, I mean, I think that if you are going to put something like that in your video game, then you have that is you taking on the responsibility of doing that, um, and to and to not engage with it after the fact is you not living up to that responsibility. But I think that the I think that for now, at the very least. Uh, the best thing to do is that is to kind of, again, like I said, avoid using it as a plot device and um, find another way to make find another way to try to make your character interesting. And I think that it's it's especially egregious with um, with women in fiction. And I'm talking about across all mediums that is usually that is usually violence against women is usually what is used to justify why this woman is strong And hardened because she lived through that kind of trauma, and but that that is never the case with that's never the case with men, right? With men, like they're 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 hardened because they've seen so many battles and they've killed so many people that like that is why they're so tough. Um, And even
1: and if and if any any of it has sexual assault, it's been is either a joke or if it is something that's like traumatic, like um. Like, Star is Outlander. Uh, Jamie gets the male lead. He gets raped by another dude. And that is actually used to show his growth and development. Meanwhile, there's a couple other female characters in that same show that have dealt with it. And it doesn't seem to be as intense as far as the healing goes. And granted, like I did just say, like, people deal with it differently, so not everybody's experience is the same, nor is there grief or processing. But I do think that, like, I've seen in more media that when a sexual assault thing is taken seriously, when it's a female, it is just more about their reaction than their development and growth from it than men. Not that either happens super often in a good, and in like an in-depth light. Yeah. But, um, But back to games though, like I guess like on that one, I don't enjoy that it's there, but like I said, at the time, can I go back to Firebird 3? Like, at the time, I was just was like, okay, this is a thing we're doing, I guess. Yeah. And like, everyone's okay with it.
0: Yeah, and that sort of thinking um, like that, th- be- and again, because I-, I have specific moral and ethical leanings that like, I could be, I could be like, you know, the white savior stuff notwithstanding, I could be enjoying my time yeah. all the way up to that point. And then that, like seeing like that, and its and its portrayal in that way, will just completely sour the entire thing for me. Like that entire thing is now ruined, um, for because of things like that. Um, and I, I, I just, it's something that I, I've never been able to. It's not something that I can really get past. Like it will usually. That is something that can that will usually, end my playthrough of a game. Um, I
1: just. I don't think I play a variety of a game of games enough to really have like more of those experiences. Yeah. And when I do buy it, it normally I've normally done like a lot of research. Yeah. Or it's been recommended to me by people that I appreciate and love. Sure. So they would kind of give me a heads up on things like that.
0: So like I played, um, so I played the second Deus Ex game. Well, not the second, but like the second modern Deus Ex game, uh, um, Mankind Divided. And um, okay. I paid sixty dollars for that game, and I was playing it, having a de- having a decent time. And then, um, so the whole thing with with Deus Ex is that there are people who augment their bodies uh, with cybernetic implants and whatnot, and there are people who are opposed to people doing that, and the two groups of people frequently clash. Um, I remember I,
1: as they as they do.
0: Yeah, as 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 two opposing groups are want to do. Um, and I remember about three or four hours into the game or three or I've, I've been playing the game for about three or four hours and then I got to this part where you're walking around a city and um, I saw a poster on the wall that said Aug Lives Matter like augmented people and like I saw oh. and so I saw that and I was like well I'm done with this game and I immediately turned it off and uninstalled it. It's just like because it's just like I was like what a I was I remember being very upset and I was like so this is a this is a joke. This is a joke to whoever put that poster there. This is a joke to whoever decided that that was a good idea. And
1: um I mean was it uh just because I don't have any point of reference for this game besides what you're telling me right now? Um is there any chance that it was done as in to make fun of the people who say all lives matter?
0: I really don't think so. Or is it
1: just
0: <laughs> okay. because they're? I, was
1: like, I was like, if it wasn't like abundantly the, the back, clear, the, you didn't get that vibe. Then that, then that, I understand that.
0: The back, the of backdrop of this entire know. game is augmented people. Is keep in mind these are people who, you know, put robot arms on themselves for whatever reason. Uh, there's these people. The the whole thing is them fighting for. You know, honestly, I don't remember what they were fighting for. I think it was like some kind of equal treatment or something. Um, which, you know, but whatever. But like people
1: stop being mean to them.
0: Yeah, but they said O.G. Lives Matter, and this is by the way, this is this is around the time when the Black Lives Matter had gotten a lot more coverage in the news and uh, and was a much more prominent movement. Um, and it seemed very, the chord that it struck with me was very much like, let's, let's take this contemporary example and mold it into the game and make it Mm. this other thing. It was very tone deaf. And I could just, and I, I, I got to that point and I was like, well, I'm just not playing this game anymore. I had no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that this was the kind of game that it was. So I'm just not going to play it anymore. And I haven't touched the game since um, because of that. And this, it's things like that where I just, like I can just immediately be turned off by it because I just, I have very specific political and personal and moral feel, uh, feelings about really important things to me. And I felt like it was being made. I felt like it was being trivialized and joked about. Um, and I just, I, I couldn't get past it.
1: and um- that's fair. But um, do you have any closing thoughts?
0: Yeah. Um, there is, it can be very easy to get swept up in the hype of video of new video games and wanting to be a part of that conversation. And there are a lot of people who are going to tell you that if you see something And the promotional material for a game or you see something in a video game that offends you or upsets you, they're going to tell you that you're being stupid or being ridiculous. But other people don't get to decide what offends you. Other people don't get to decide what upsets you or hurts you. So if you are hurt or offended by the way something is being represented in a game, then just know that your feelings are valid and... You don't need to explain that to anyone.
1: Um, mine is don't base your entire opinion of a game or a franchise or studio based off what other people say. Yeah. Try and have your own opinion about it. Uh, similar to Ryan, if something offends you, then don't buy or play the game. Obviously, if you want to like I think that it is important that everybody do have a voice in their opinions, but what, no matter which way that you lean politically, uh, please never send death threats to any of the developers or game makers. Oh,
0: absolutely fucking not. Do not do that.
1: Um, there, is, there is a way to do constructive criticism about why you don't appreciate things in their game oh and to let them know um, without, you know... Uh, making anybody's mental health worse or creating a mob mentality or feeding into the trolls online or like that. I think that they're like, I understand people are passionate about their stuff, but yeah, no matter what, please be nice to people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just video games, guys. Just let's, let's but also, turn it back,
1: not just video games because game makers, you are helping. You know, perpetuate stereotypes or creating new uh, yeah. perspectives in young minds. Yeah, but, so, like but, try and be aware too.
0: Yeah, but no one needs, uh, no one needs to die though.
1: Yeah, so. don't uh, don't die over it or try or uh, feel like despair or that you hate your life. Just you know, try and be respectful in the things that you create.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, this week we don't have unless you have something. Uh, we don't have a. Save you, Tommy One Kenobi, your only hope.
0: We'll have one next week. Um, we'll have one. We next will week. have one next week. Yeah,
1: but you guys can find us on the YouTube. So We got a Discord. We're on Stitcher, Podomatic, uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play.
0: Basically everything.
1: Basically everything. Yeah, you can find us.
0: I mean, there's very. I think there are very few things that we're not on. But
1: yeah. Mm, bye, guys.
0: Bye.